If we earned a dollar for every weakness response we've handled over the years, collectively, we could more than adequately fund every EMS system in the United States with the newest trucks, latest equipment, and all providers will be driving some expensive European luxury car. But now that we've awakened from the dream, we all realize that while weakness is one of those very vague ambulance runs, it's also a very weak scenario to establish medical necessity and eventually collect reimbursement. So what are we supposed to do? Today, we'll discuss and discover the weakness about weakness in this edition of the QMC Board and Collar. Welcome to the QMC Board and Collar, news and thought-provoking discussions for today's emergency medical service provider. The Board and Collar podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consultant. Now, your host for today's podcast, QMC's Director of Client Services, Gary Harvat. During a recent documentation training program I conducted for a client, the discussion moved to weakness. The Medicare administrative contractor for the jurisdiction where I was conducting the training had previously issued a billing alert noting that the ICD-10 code for weakness showed up on their radar screen for suspected diagnosis codes not supporting adequate medical necessity to justify payment. When I shared this information with attendees, there was a typical moan and groan throughout the room. The billing office doesn't understand. Sometimes the patient only complains of weakness, and we don't really have much else to go on. So what are we supposed to do when we write our PCR narrative if that's all we have? On this day, the host department's command physician was seated in the front row. As he listened to the provider's complaints that day, he asked us if he could speak to the issue. Certainly, we graciously gave the floor to the doc. His comments were insightful. He relayed to the staff that he is faced with the same scenario in the emergency department they face in the field. However, instead of taking the glass half-empty view, he offered the opposite. Our doctor friend coached those in attendance that day about an assessment and questioning technique he learned that proves vital at getting at the heart of the matter when the complaint is weakness. He recommended that providers consider asking questions during their assessment and treatment of the patient that begins to establish the patient's normal baseline activity. Using probing questions, he recommended that pre-hospital providers follow his lead to determine what the patient does on a normal day. This would include such questions for the patient and or family, caretakers, friends, neighbors, etc., about the patient's normal routine. What's a normal day look like for this patient? How did today differ from what the patient normally does or differ from how the patient thrives on a regular basis? What caused you to activate the EMS system today? He explained that by questioning to establish a baseline of normal activity, quote unquote, for these patients, even though today's scenario may appear to be vague, there is a lot that can be learned about this patient. A lot of information can be collected for later documenting the scenario by clearly establishing how the patient's overall condition differed today to the point that the EMS system was activated. In addition, this information will be vital once providers hit the emergency department door in saving time and effort for the physicians and ER staff regarding the next step in treatment to resolve the patient's complaint. Your documentation may look something like this. MICU 92 arrived on the scene to find a 75-year-old male complaining of overall weakness about one hour in duration. 
Patient stated that he just had no energy and felt washed out. Per family on scene, the patient normally has a hearty breakfast while reading the morning newspaper. However, today it was noted that the patient was difficult to arouse, having slept for at least two additional hours past his normal awakening time. The patient appeared to have slightly altered mental status, did not shower as normal, and without eating breakfast, returned to his room where the family found him slightly incoherent in his bed. Certainly, folks, documenting such detail helps to paint the picture regarding the patient's overall condition at the time of the EMS scenario. Of course, establishing a baseline deviation is only one of the factors that needs to be documented. Other details you would assess and then document in your PCR would potentially include vital signs, checking sugar levels, noting if the weakness is reported to be limited to any one particular area of the patient's body, associated signs and symptoms such as accompanying shortness of breath or unusual pain. In addition, it will be quite helpful to collect information and document any medication allergies, medication routine changes, possible environmental factors such as potential poisoning, or any socially related stresses or changes that could have triggered or contributed to the patient's weakness condition. If suspecting internal causes, of course, assessing and documenting the results of a Cincinnati stroke scale assessment and or even notable past medical history factors must be collected and passed on via documentation for an ongoing record of this patient's medical necessity or lack thereof. In these scenarios, especially in the routine transport arena that drive ambulance crew members and administrators crazy, Sometimes there is just no easy cause and effect to be extracted. This makes documenting these scenarios even more challenging than others. Plus, we know that all of the MACs, states, Medicaids, and even some commercial payers have issued cautions regarding their suspicions concerning the medical necessity viability when the ICD-10 code for generalized weakness is presented to the payer as justification for reimbursement for the resulting insurance claim. Course, we've stated in past podcasts about the detail that ICD-10 coding requires. Weakness scenarios are one of those issues that drive EMS billing offices crazy. The detail that we are recommending for your documentation is more important than ever. Is the documentation that your providers are completing as part of the run on weakness calls lacking in substance? Regularly review your completed PCRs for weakness scenarios. Where are your weaknesses with regards to the same documentation? Our clients are used to our questions regarding vague documentation. Our staff works with our clients all the time to help brush up on PCR writing, and that comes from coaching regarding techniques used to adequately assess and record the results of the assessment. I thank each of you for joining us today. I wish you a great day, and hey, be safe out there.